Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Hallelujah. We are focusing on our theme. It's time to build. This is not the time to tear down. This is not the time to draw back. But it is time to build. And for us to build, it is to beget, unveil, initiate, lead and delegate it's time to do exactly that it is that season we are aware of it and we are going to embark on that assignment to build and we started off we spoke about of course the time to build and then we after that spoke about the cost of building and last week we labored on the topic we ascend to build we are sent to build. Mundu otunyo utunyo anamakunya waloyo omtumai. Uzelaya kona azola lelo. Amen. So God has given us the authority, the power uh, to be able to build. And today uh, we are going to talk about the culture of building. The culture of building. Culture is defined as the attitudes and the behavior characteristics of a particular social group. So building, especially if we want to build effectively and succeed in doing so, we need to understand that it must be accompanied by a healthy and a biblical culture. Are we here? A culture that is friendly for what we are trying uh, to build because we can say we are building but adopt you know, attitudes, behaviors that will just be a recipe for failure. Mahatma Gandhi, which is something that I want us to take note of, Basalani. Mahatma Gandhi spoke these words and said, a nation's culture resides in the hearts and in the soul of its people. So it is not so much so about what we are saying, but it is what is in our hearts. The conditions of our hearts will determine the culture uh, that will accompany what we are trying to, to build. You know, I was talking to another pastor, um, one of the pastors that I'm, I'm, I'm mentoring, fathering, and he was telling me about the theme that he is busy teaching at church. And I was telling him how, you know, it is a good thing that he is doing, teaching such things. Because these days, Amazon Duene, we, especially as Abafundis, we are under pressure to preach things that are appealing to people, exciting, so that people can, you know, but we are not teaching things that will help people. Um, to become more closer to God, more closer to Christ. But I was commending him saying, these are the spiritual things that are important, especially at the foundational phase of the ministry. This isn't Because if you don't do that, I said to him, you will end up pastoring a church that you don't like. 
you will be spiritual, but the people you are pastoring will be carnal. They will love the church, they will keep on coming, but they will be carnal. So in the same way, if we don't develop or adopt a healthy and a biblical culture that will accompany, uh, you know, our <laughs> uh, mandate of building, we will end up becoming members of a church that we don't like. You, you will be forced to be loyal in Dwenung Aitand. So it's time, Makfailu Vugekseni, Uyesontueni, Yafuna Gonuguya, because concept builders church, Yabo, Kune, Kune, Kune Gama, builders church. However, you don't really love the culture that is there. You know what I mean? So we, we must, as a church, be intentional with the culture that we are developing. Uh, as a church, so that you you don't only become, you know, uh, just a builder, uh, but you are truly even fulfilled in your heart. You you love being a a member of Builders Church because uh, even the culture it, it it's home for you. You know uh, the way that things are happening. So I just want to us to look at just a few things that I believe, even as Mahatma Gandhi was saying that at the end of the day, the culture is in the heart. And there are things that we must be intentional about. Meditate upon these things so that they can help us build a healthy culture, particularly the culture of building. The culture, what, what do we mean when we say we are building? Are we here? Turn with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 23 and verse number 7. It says, for as he thinks, where? In his heart. So as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So the things, things that we are meditating upon, thinking about in our hearts, which is our soul, we, we become those things. So I want us to look at those things. that so that we cannot just say we are builders, but we can be builders indeed. I, I, I love it. The rest of it says, eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. <laughs> so it's possible that people can say one thing uh, with their mouths, but only to find that their hearts will not follow their words. Jesus actually puts it this way. He says that the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when somebody says something that is not corresponding with the condition of their hearts, you need to you need to believe the opposite that they are saying. That's why I always say we must not play with words. Mean what you say. Because Nina, my belief is I'll believe what you're saying. I don't want to patini once beaten twice shy, young it. So, if you say something, I'll believe you. Sometimes I'm a kama, I was So be careful what you say with your mouth to somebody else, to your friends, to your spouse, to your colleagues. Don't play with words. Words are, are very, very important. Amen. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word this morning. We pray that you bless us and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. God, in order for him 
to give us or to help us develop a good culture of building. He wants us to have stirred up hearts. He wants us to have stirred up hearts. Stirred up hearts. In this year, that are stirred up. So when God was talking to Moses, Moses to the people who were supposed to be building and how they were responding. The Bible captures quite a number of things that are important for us to learn from, from the book of Exodus chapter 25 through to the last chapter. And in Exodus 35 verse 21, the Bible says, then everyone came, everyone came whose heart was dead. Everyone came whose heart was dead. And everyone whose spirit was willing. And in verse number 26 again it says, And all the women whose heart stirred with wisdom. I don't know why literally everyone came whose heart was stirred. And it isolates women. Uh, now, I, I said this earlier, because you women's mind, I will reserve my comment on that second scripture. Uh, lest I become unpopular. But the Bible shows us here that people who were embarked on this project of building the tabernacle of Moses, the Bible says their hearts were stirred. In Exodus 36 verse 2, the Bible says, Then Moses called Bezaliel, Bezalel and Aholiab and every gifted artisan in whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, Everyone whose heart was stirred, again it says. That word stirred there means to burn. It means to desire. Meaning, as God calls us and as he speaks to us about building and even as he sends his servants to cast the vision of building, we, we have God to Listen to that staring in our hearts. The burning in our hearts that becomes like that desire. The zeal that is there. So that we can respond to that zeal. We must not just respond blindly and be involved in this project of building without listening to or responding to that burning sensation in our hearts. Because God deliberately speaks to us because he wants to ignite our hearts to stir something on the inside of us because Guban Zima to work with a person in a, in, a, in, a, in a big and an important project whose hearts are not stirred towards that particular project. That's why even Jesus Christ himself as the builder of the church, he said, zeal for your house has consumed me because he had that burning passion on the inside of him. There had to be that zeal, that passion, because you cannot be involved in God's work and be cold. 
You cannot be involved in God's work and be lukewarm. God, God wants us to be, He wants us to be on fire, to be passionate, to be zealous with co-laboring with Him to build His house. David puts it this way. He says, I have also become a stranger to other people because zeal for your house has consumed me. There has got to be that. If truly we are hearing God, if truly our hearts are opened and our ears are opened when He speaks, there is going to be that burning sensation on the inside of us because God wants to confirm indeed that what we are involving ourselves in is from Him. That word, stand up, like I said, it is that word, that Hebrew word that means to burn on to desire. It's the same feeling that the disciples had after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They said the following words in Luke 24 and verse 32. They said, they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road? And while he opened the scriptures to us. So each and every one of us, we need to take time to allow the voice of God, the word of God to, to, to bring that bending. And many of us, Barcelona, we do sense it. The first time you want to join Builders Church, there was that bending desire. There was something on the inside of you that was ignited that caused you to want to be part of this church. But many of us, we end up, you know, allowing that fire to go out. That zeal to go out. That's why we end up becoming passive members. And once you become a passive member, you start becoming critical of what is happening in the house. Because the zeal is gone. Because the passion that God tried to put on the inside of you, to drive you so that you can come and become part of what God is doing, it was put out deliberately sometimes. So the disciples are hearing Jesus. They're listening to Jesus. And the Bible says they just felt their hearts burning. In other words, God through his word was stirring their hearts. I can talk to many of us here and, and, and just take you back and say, do you remember the excitement and the joy that you had the first time you came to this church? The first time you decided I'm getting born again. The first time you decided I want to be a member of this church. There was that burning sensation on the inside of you. There was that passion that God ignited and set alight to show you that this is the right thing that you are becoming part of. But take note, Barcelona, like I said, it is God himself who stirs up our hearts. Remember the Bible says, those whose hearts were stirred up, not, not those who stirred up their hearts. Because you don't stir up your heart, but God does so through his word and through his spirit, through his presence. He's the one stirring up your heart so that you can be excited about this new journey that you're about to embark on. But I want us to take note, Masarani, of something here. The Bible in the book of Exodus says, their hearts were stirred up, stirred up by the Lord, of course. But there is also this group of people who are rebuilding the temple now. And God uses an almost similar language. But it takes it to the next level. And this is found in the book of Ezra, chapter number 1, from verse 1. It says, Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, 
that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled. Listen. The Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia. Now this time around, God does not stir up the soul. God stirs up the spirit. The Bible says he stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he may so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and also put it in writing saying thus says Cyrus king of Persia all the kingdoms of the earth the lord god of heaven has given me and he has commanded me to build how did he command me to build by stirring up his spirit so it is god who stirs up our hearts it is god who stirs up our spirit to build so we need to respond to it the first or the beginning of it is him putting that desire on the inside of us it is him igniting our hearts putting that fire that zeal that passion that is supposed to be the driving force on the inside of us but take note at this level and i told you barcelona that that word staring up there means means a burning right but when he stirs up the spirit it's a different hebrew word that they use and it is the it is the hebrew word that means to awake and that word is similar to another hebrew word through the idea of opening up of the eyes because velemo vuka ngithwale uvula mehla uze sibona ukuthi uvukile masa amehla mawe savaliwe ukususalela So this time around God awakens your spirit so that your eyes may be opened and 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 I love it because the two disciples who were talking talking about Jesus and they were saying did not our hearts burn remember a verse before that it says as Jesus was talking to them breaking the bread the Bible says actually their eyes were opened and they began to see Jesus that hey There's no Jesus. I want to just begin to make a it had to take a revelation a burning sensation in their hearts when he was talking for them to realize kanti Jesus njanbazalwane lo u Jesus waphila 30 years nabantu but even when they wanted to crucify him on the cross they they had to ask ukuthi umuphi u Jesus la ayi klamala ngululu kubona umfundisi thola lo ama kick and bobos Gululu kubona inceko kulamalanga ukuthi nansi inceko sizofa that's why sithinga ama bodyguard because siyashesha ukubonakala but but it seems as if Jesus smelled like the sheep he looked like the sheep in other words mama hlezi badla lapha it was not they were not going why would they need Jesus why would they need Judas to help them to identify But it was but they had to even what what was for the 
opening up of their eyes so that they can have a clear vision. Now I'm giving you, I'm giving you like a, a pre, but not a preview of last year conference. So their eyes had to be opened so that they can see what God is doing so that not only will they have the zeal, but they will have the vision, a clear vision because sometimes the zeal is not enough when you cannot see the vision. That's why I get a little pipe in your hand. Tell me before I figure it out. It's in Galila. When, when I said, it is God who stirs up our hearts and our spirits. I want to finish off that statement by saying, but it is our responsibility to stir up our gifts so that we can build. Because Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, I urge you to stir up the gift on the inside of you that you have received by the laying on of hands and the prophecy. Right? Another translation says, I urge you to fan into flames. Don't let it die. Don't let that zeal, don't let that gift, that ability on the inside of you. Do not let, do not let it die down, but stay it up so that it can be used. But take note. Hey, I love the Bible. Was around. Yo. Ah. Do not stay up the love. Magnagabi is cut. Do you know why? Let's bring it to the context of the church. You know, sometimes we do well with wanting to serve with our gifts in the church. But the biggest challenge that I have observed is that people want to bring their gifts, but their hearts are not stirred up. Their zeal is not there. Their passion is not there too. Their spirits are not stirred up. They don't yet see the vision. They don't yet see the bigger picture. And they want to bring now. When God, when the Bible says, don't stir up the love. It's Katis Rafik. See, Shuguti. Sometimes you might even have the zeal. Who excite your moon to part. Who is for identification. Ukboniswa is not for identification. Ukboniswa is for revelation. So that's why ungat maulala brother. Upupe u sister. Ukabonguti Unkulunkulu was identifying a woman for you. Aksiukboniswalo. So sister, I'm also equipping you. Ugutu brother magazague ating lelepsugunak pupa. Mchel guti buela. Because fine, maybe you've done well with identification, but revelation must come. Who am I? <laughs> 
because revelation must come your eyes must be open so that you don't just see the beauty on the face so that you don't see the body but so that you can be able to see this person for who they are they are identity in Christ what they mean in the eyes and in the heart of God as a matter of fact that's the only thing that will make you treat that woman when you know who she is when when you can have a conversation with God ungulungulu ak explainela kuti lo muntu omshadayo ubani and what does she mean to him that's the only thing that will make you to treat her with with respect and with honor and with care because you understand who she is but maungakaboni sihlobo sami and you stand up the love before even seeing who she is you are going to actually mishandle her you are going to take her for granted why because aumazi ukuthi kahle hle ubani lo muntu oshade naye that's why you can beat her up that's why you can ungamthuka that's why you can be abusive why aumazi ukuthi ubani lo muntu it will take god to stir up your spirit and reveal ukuthi the project that you are about to involve yourself in what does it mean to god who she is and and how you must that's why little bible you must treat them as a weaker vessel because you must have that revelation of who they are don't just stir up the love without understanding ukuthi ubani lo muntu ofuna ukumshada not their name but their identity in Christ they are value you need to see them and value their soul value their calling value their assignment in life value their purpose so that even when you support them you have the revelation of what is it that you are trying to support and many of us in churches were so involved and we want to throw our gifts at the church but we don't know the church that we are part of we don't see the vision let me take let me make this example adam nangoyala adam unkosi kazi ukuthi unkulunkulu ukuthi kuye adam uzokuzama boy we one uyazama ukufukuza konto zami ukuyihlanganisa but it is not good for you to be alone god says i'll make you a helper suitable So now it is before uti namnyekthanda akobe uyabona ukuthi uzokwenzana la emshadweni ngamalungene nje with your eyes closed so let's by bile unkulunkulu lalisa Adam he takes out a woman out of the rib we am bumbu yam dala a keep in tombi a woman because he did not say it is not good for a boy to be alone he said it is not good for a man to be alone so by the time of unukshata the first question must be Are you a man or are you a boy? Because Paul said when I was a boy, when I was a child, I thought like a child. I spoke like a child. 
That's why you are so stressed, you are so frustrated. So when he takes out and we little pipe Start up his heart. Start up his spirit. And when he stood before this creature before. This time around, he does not say this is a lion, this is an elephant, or this is a monkey. This time around, he says, this is the bone of my bone. We are born. This one is different. For I'm not going to treat you like a dog. I'm not going to treat you like an animal because you are not an animal. But you are the bone of my bone. And you are the flesh of my flesh. That's why if you are mistreating your wife, you are mistreating yourself. You are mistreating, you are mishandling yourself. You, you are showing Uguti. This is the bone of my bone. Why? Because his eyes were open. He saw. He said, now I can stir up my love. Because I've seen you. There's a language they use which I love. So mom they say In other words, you are disrespecting me like this because you, you don't recognize who I am. Hence the dishonor. Can you see your wife? Can you see your husband? Even before they become what they will become. Can you see it? That when you look at them, you realize this is what they are becoming. They might not be there, but there's something I see in him. There's something I see in her. That is one thing that will make you not to give up on certain people. So in the church, on the other hand, we have a problem that sometimes, which is a good thing sometimes, we commit to membership. Before we see. And to a point of trying to impose our gift. Because we care less. About what the church is becoming. But what we are looking for is space for our gift to find expression. So we don't care. The Bible puts it this way. I'm sure we know. We know, we know this scripture. In Proverbs 29 it says. Where there is no. Where there is no, people do what? They perish. Why? Because of a bone. They lack discipline. They, they, they perish. They are destroyed. Why? Ababon. Now, now, I love it in the message translation. It puts it this way. It says, when people do not see what God is doing, 
they stumble all over themselves. So, so in other words, you find yourself at Builders Church. You, you want to do something. You, you want your gift to be accepted. You want your suggestion to be accepted. But the question is, can you see what God is doing at Builders Church? Are you able to see? Because this is the one thing that is going to filter your idea, filter your gift. Fine, your gift is great. But are you channeling it towards the vision? That's why even me as a pastor, it's good I'm gifted. It's good I can preach. It's good I can write books. But what for? I cannot impose my gift. Listen, Basalan, God is not obsessed about my gift. great through my gift. That's not his obsession. His obsession is to use my gift to fulfill whatever it is that he is doing. In the process, I become great. But greatness is not an end in itself. It's the means to an end. The ultimate goal is not God to make me great, but is to use my greatness to fulfill the vision. So the question is, that's why Jeremiah, I'm going to raise you up as a prophet to the nations, to do this, to do that, to do that. Then, then he says, what, what do you see? What do you see? Jeremiah says, I see a branch of an almond tree. And God says, you've seen well. I'm getting ready to perform my word. In other words, God, until you see what he is doing, he will not move. You can have the promises, but until you see, until you see what he is doing, so that you see, Uguti, oh, here's my placing here in the great scheme of things. Here's the role that I'm playing towards the fulfillment of this vision. So, so, so for us to embrace a healthy culture of building, we need to be in a position to see what God is doing at Builders Church. When Zanunkulunkulu a Builders Church? So that this does not become about me and my gift and my calling. It becomes about what God wants to do. It becomes about what God wants to do. Habakkuk puts it this way. That's why I say I love the Bible. The Bible is simple, it's complicated. I will set myself upon the rampart, he says. And I will watch to see what he will say to me. And how I will respond when I'm corrected. Watch to see what he is saying, not what he is showing. What he is saying. So God, when he speaks, stirring up your heart, he wants you to see it, visualize it, and come back to tell him what you see. 
Because until you see clearly, that's why uchesu wathi makavula umunya amehla. Wahamba wegeza, wacheka iqalutha, ubonana. Wathi no ngibona ngisabona abantu ngathi ihlahla. Abantu no usengakaboni lento ekufanele uyibone. And they had to pray for him again. Because they have to see the way that God sees. So as builders church we need to ask ourselves even as we are saying it's time to build we are building. Yes, it's good, but what do we see? Is what we want to do relevant for what God is doing and what he's trying to show us? Cuz o ayibon, wona uzoqaba ngukuthi yonke into ilethayo kufanele accept ongendlele ngayo, not realizing ukuthi it does not fit in what God is doing. Elisha, because songe angit masu bangane asifes funu kongonjwa. Namungi am one of those hey, nyayi tandi anointing, nyayi funa because hey, mapange wa anointing. <laughs> Ministry becomes dry. Svaningi sbiziwe, eh, doc. Maingo sana bakotiyo. Eh, u, 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 ngabo lande la kakulu. Everyone when they preach. It's like being in a service where the presence of God is not there. Wow. Because you know when you when you've seen the move of God, you, you think it can be orchestrated. And some of us when we're sitting down, we can see good. Yay! Because God does not come cheap. It's not about the scriptures you quote. We want it. The anointing. So that, so that we can be able to do what we are supposed to do. Because the anointing is critical. So Elijah says, Ubonu Elijah in the in the things of God. Ubonu Elijah, yay, this man is able to do things of when young Then he says, Can I have a double portion. Uzo, 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 utufuna more. Utufuna more. I admire his courage. I admire his courage. He says, I need a double portion of your spirit. Ingamanya makama, makati your spirit. Uti, ngalente lungkulungkula kseven zangayo. Mfuna makang seven zisa times two. Elijah looks at him and says, you have asked for a diff. Because, abanyewe tutabanguti anointing. Receive it, take it. So you are now anointed like me. But Elijah becomes Elijah becomes honest. Says you've asked for a difficult thing. Because the anointing does not come cheap. If you think you can be anointed and fool around at the same time, forget it. That's all right. We can we know where the anointing resides. Say as talab, as as detail food. Says you've asked for a difficult thing, but he says, he says, 
Listen. If you can see me. It's not about what you want. Will you, will you see me when I go? When, you, when I go, will you, will you see? At that point, Elijah was saying, Mina, my eyes will be fixed on the Koloisa Elia coming to pick me up. The question is, will you be there to see in the realm of the spirit? Remember, these were not natural chariots. These were spiritual chariots. So in other words, he says, it's not even up to me whether to give you the mantle or not. But it's whether or not will you be in that zone when I am beholding on another level, on another dimension. When I begin to operate in my office, will you be able to see? Will you be able to see? Will you be able to? Your, can your eyes be opened? Because many people who want the mantle, they want the anointing. But they don't allow their eyes to see. They don't allow their hearts to be stirred up. Their spirits to be stirred up. So that they can be able to get into that supernatural spiritual realm. And be able to see. The question is, can you see Builder's Church for what it is? Not, not in the natural. Not, not those doors. Not, not the speakers. Not the screens. Not the microphone. Not, not all of these. Other. Can you see beyond? Can you see beyond? Can you see beyond? Can you see beyond the trailer? Can you see beyond the bus? Can you see beyond all of these things? Can you see what God is doing? Can you see the souls behind the trailer? Can you see the souls behind the bus? Can you see the souls behind when you are standing wearing that t-shirt that, that is written host? As you are welcoming somebody, can you see what God is doing? In the life of that person that you are greeting. Because if you don't, you will think it's about your position and not purpose. Because if it's, if it's about position, that's why sometimes people get angry when you move them from a position. Because they thought they are doing it for the position. No, there's a purpose behind that position. Can you see what God wants to do at Builder's Church? Can you see what God wants to Can you see it? That's why even with me, Barcelona, I don't want it to be about me. Can you wait for me, Alcal? Can, can you see? Uh, even with me, I don't want it to be about me. Because it's not about me. He was, he was not looking for so that my calling can be relevant no god was doing something and along the way he called me to come when when i was born it was not about me the purpose was there first i was born for the purpose not the purpose born for me so that i can feel important this thing belongs to god jesus says i will build my 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 i will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against That's why in this church you will not see a banner on this stage with my face on it. So it's not about me. It's not about me. Listen, Bazalan. Even when I'm gone, it's not going to be the, the, the continuation of this ministry is not going to depend on who takes over. It's going to depend on 
can we see what God is doing? What will kill this mandate? It is when we remove our eyes from what God is doing. So in this church, we have a booklet that I've put down called the mandate. The mandate to build. Which explains everything. Why are we doing this? How is it supposed to be done? The material we're going to use. Everything to the T. Why? I am obsessed with details. I am obsessed with details. Because God. Into, and one of the things that was so cool. Later on. Which is a circle. God. 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 The Bible says. He's the God of order. Not the author of confusion. He says everything must be done in decency and in order, he says. So when Moses was building, he keeps on saying on many occasions, make sure you build it according to the pattern. And in the Bulali band, these days, you look freestyle away too. You look freestyle. We are freestyling. We think we have a freedom to build anyhow. But my Bible, number one, says in the book of 1 Corinthians, Masis Ogwaka, number one, it says, make sure, Uguti, you are not going to lay any other foundation. Because, So when I'm called to be privileged, to become part of this, I'm not coming to lay a foundation, Jacob Msipa. I'm not the foundation. I'm not coming to lay a foundation. He's not the foundation. I'm not here to lay the foundation. He's not the foundation. Jesus Christ is the foundation. Number two, it says, we must then also be careful how we build. That's why he kept on saying to Moses, make sure you build it according to the pattern that I have shown you. So, so, so in other words, when I am privileged to be a steward of the move of God, must be obsessed with details. Because that booklet doc, any other person who can take over, that must be the first stop to look where I was looking, to see what I was seeing. And when they can see what I was seeing, they can build what we were building. So it says, be careful how you build. So it is in the how. And number three, it says, make sure that you use the right material. Because not every material that's relevant for Builders Church. We are not saying it's wrong. Aluminium windows. Omunye wafaga ama wooden frames. Ama window. When we aluminium, auti ama window wako, we planka, mambi. Uti, the building I am building looks better with aluminium windows. So that as we build, we are not going, going to copy wooden window frames for the structure that is suitable for the aluminium frames. So he says, be careful how you build and with what material are you going to build. So it's not about just churching, having church. It's about how. 
What are you doing? What are you building? What, what is it that God is expecting from us? That is what we should sow. So when you see us go to school and preach, we are not trying to add a program as on doing, just so that we can be busy. We are building because God said go. So by the time Umona city ascends and Uguti, it's because it's part of the blueprint. So I'm not going to make myself a foundation. Himlo, Hey, Azalan, I need to wake up. I want to chase Magaham. That's why I want confident. Greater works than this shall you do. After three years, he was not frustrated. Why? Because what born was, I know they've caught the vision. By Ibona, lending Ibona. That's why they were called Christians, because they were operating exactly the same way like Christ. Then they became Christians. In this Bulalayo, as born, this is a project you send us went through the trouble. Just so that is a No. No, there's a way bigger picture. Way bigger picture. Way bigger picture. The question is, can you see it? Is your heart stirred up? Is your spirit stirred up? So that by the time you stir up the gift, because if you are not, that's why some people dominate, want to dominate other people with their gifts because they think their gift is the only important gift in the house. One. Two, <laughs> they think but in space so shine as they function in their gift. Icon. I in the China. We are just doing what we are supposed to do to complete the bigger picture. It's a small part. Small part. Let's stand on up. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.